0: Peter says we are being built into a spiritual house. Let's talk about it on today's edition of Renew Network podcast. Good morning. Today, the focus of our study will be uh, 1 Peter chapter two, verses four through eight, and um, we have a lot of ground to cover here this morning. We're going to be breaking this section into two parts. Uh, tomorrow we will pick up with verses 9 and 10 as they stand alone uh, with uh, powerful uh, content. Um, but today we'll cover this uh, section of verses. And before we get into our time of study, let's go before the Father. Heavenly Father, uh, today we come before you. And Lord, as always, we're hungry and we're ready and uh We're here in this moment because we are longing to meet with you. We know that you are the source of true spiritual food. You're the source of true life. You are the source and provider of all that we need. And so we come, Lord God, ready today to hear from heaven. Tune our ears to the sound of your voice that we might receive the maximum benefit from our time in your word today as the Spirit leads us. And we pray all these things in Jesus' name, amen. All right, well, here is 1 Peter chapter 2, verses 4 through 8. Peter writes, As you come to him, the living stone, rejected by humans, but chosen by God and precious to him, The stone the builders rejected has become the cornerstone and a stone that causes people to stumble in a rock that makes them fall. They stumble because they disobey the message, which is also what they were destined for. All right, so Peter begins by saying, As you come to him, the living stone, so there is a process of coming to Jesus of reckoning with Jesus, of realizing our need to Him. We come humbly. We come with nothing in our hands. We come realizing our brokenness. We come realizing that our hearts and our lives uh, are in need of the redemption He provides. And Peter calls Jesus the living stone. Uh, This stone has been rejected by humans, The world says, thanks but no thanks, but chosen by God and precious to him. Jesus was God's chosen path for the redemption of the world from the beginning of time, and we learn that also in Scripture. Jesus was the chosen path. And Jesus was so very precious to the Father. And in sending him, he knew eventually he would have to turn away his face when the sins of the world were resting on his shoulder. And I imagine it grieved the heart of God greatly to know that for a second he would have to turn his face away from his precious son and allow him to experience the weight of that sin and the crushing weight of uh, death come over him as uh, he took on the punishment for the sin of all humanity, past, present, and future, uh, because his son was so precious to him. What a heavy thing to bear. Peter continues uh, following that statement in verse 5, saying, You also, like living stones, are being built into a spiritual house. Now, in the New Testament letters, Paul writes at one point, that uh, our bodies are the temple of the Holy Spirit. Uh, We're uh, the place where the indwelling Spirit of Almighty God dwells. God dwells within us by way of His Spirit. Uh, We're being turned into, uh, being built into a spiritual house. And God's intention is that we would be ministers for Him in the world offering spiritual sacrifices acceptable to God through Jesus Christ as we carry out the mission of Christ in the world. That's his purpose for us, that you and I, though we may not be called into vocational church ministry, we are called to be the ministers of the gospel in the world. It is through the people of God living out their faith in a bold and real and honest way that the world sees Jesus for who he is, and that's our calling in Christ. And um, uh, that's God's intention for us. Peter continues in verse 6 For the scripture says, See, I lay a stone in Zion, a chosen and precious cornerstone. That's Jesus, of course. And the one who trusts in him will never be put to shame. That sounds like Paul, doesn't it? In Romans 8, chapter 1. For there is therefore now no condemnation for those who are in Christ Jesus. The world can talk. People around you can talk. They can say what they want about you. But if you are in Christ, if you put your trust in him, you will never be put to shame. There's therefore now no condemnation for those who are in Christ Jesus. Now to you who believe, this stone is precious. Jesus is precious to you in the same way that he's precious to the Father. He was precious to the Father, priceless to him before he was precious to us. But if we put our faith in him, we too come to see Jesus for who he is. And he becomes so very precious to us. But to those who do not believe, the stone the builders rejected has become the cornerstone and a stone that causes people to stumble and a rock that makes them fall. If you don't reckon with Jesus, if you don't come to the place where you surrender your life to him and you see that you need the redemption he offers, then you will trip on Jesus. You will fall over Jesus. You will bump into Jesus and you will realize... um, that you are uh, ignoring his call. And you might go on your way, but the call still stands. Uh, He says, come to me. Uh, Bring your broken heart to me. Let me deal with your sins. Let me bring the cleansing. Let me bring the redemption. Let me save you. Uh, But if you want to rebel against that, you will keep bumping up uh, against Jesus. You will keep stumbling over Jesus until you reckon your heart with him. He has a way of putting himself uh, in the midst of your life. Uh, He has a way of erecting um, uh, these boundaries that you'll bump into until you're awakened to his reality, until you're awakened to the reality of your need for him. Uh, He is the stone that causes people to stumble and a rock that makes them fall. People don't know what to do with Jesus if they haven't reckoned their hearts with him. Society acknowledges him, but they want to write him off. Society acknowledges Jesus scripturally, but they want to make him to be a myth. They want to reduce him to nothing, a teacher, a prophet, whatever. Uh, They don't want to deal with the reality of who Jesus really is, a Savior and Redeemer, because if they acknowledge that he's a Savior and a Redeemer, then they're simultaneously acknowledging that we as humans need a Savior and Redeemer. They stumble because they disobey the message, which is also what they were destined for. Now, there's some New Testament teachings that are hard to grapple with. Paul talks about predestination, that some are predestined uh, unto salvation, and that some are predestined uh, to rebel and never reckon their hearts with God, and they're on their way to an eternity apart from God. Uh, I don't know what it is that makes a person turn or what it is that makes a person stay hard, but I am so very grateful that Jesus um, kept working on me. I'm so very grateful that His Spirit kept pursuing me, and I'm so very grateful that His love and mercy and grace broke through because I don't know where I'd be without Him, and I trust that you um, don't know where you would be without Jesus either. All right, my friends, thanks so much for taking time out of your day to study. I pray that this is a fruitful time and that these words will continue to resonate within your hearts as you consider them today. God bless.